What's going on fans? This is your boy Ben here bringing you a special announcement. We have a live contest right now where you can win an axe bat. Yes, I said it, an axe bat. What are the details? How do I enter? How much, if anything, does it cost? Well, we're running a special contest right now where you can win this axe bat. Our promotion goes through March 14th, 2019, and all you have to do is submit $5 for entry. You can submit as many entries as you want, but it's $5 per entry. I want to take some really quick moments to thank Axe Bats for donating this special bat. In the bat itself, it's 33 inches, 30 ounces. So if you want to hit us up, look us up on Twitter, look us up on Instagram, send us an email at diamondsandrosespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on many platforms. With that, on to the show. Two fans, one mission to bring Major League Baseball to Oregon. Powered by the Portland Gear Store and Guardian Games, this is the Diamonds and Roses podcast. And without further ado, your hosts, Ben and David. As always, I'm Ben. And I'm Dave. And I'm Nova. And we are back with the Diamonds, Diamonds and Roses, Roses podcast. podcast. All right. Part two with no newcomer. Executive director of Friends of Baseball. <laughs> I'm just a dork. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm just trying something different. Are we Are we in the same studio or did we move? Where are we? Where, I think we, we moved. moved. Oh, we, we moved? Not, not very much. We're over at, we're over at baseball. It smell. We're still at baseballism. They're trying to kick us out, but uh, we refuse to leave. We're over what about twenty second and Quimby somewhere, yeah. just kind of wandering. We wandered in here, kind of, kind of weaseled our way in, and now they're trying to get us to leave. But I think we've got we got a little bit of time before they they boot us. So just a little bit, just a little bit though. <laughs> but before we get kicked out, we're going to get Nova talk to us about friends of baseball because we met. How long ago was it that we met? Met you? Oh, like. Four or five months, maybe yeah. more. It, it, it feels like more. It feels like more. I just know that how it happened was that after we got done talking with John and Jack Dunn, John's like, you need to contact Nova, Friends of Baseball. It's like, okay. And so he gave you your phone number and everything. And it's like, I think he just cold called you like one day. <laughs> I'm like, Hi, I'm Ben. Would you like I'm to I'm small potatoes, but uh, yes. <laughs> can we make this happen? Well, I was in, in the middle of our event season, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm awfully prickly during that time of year. <laughs> Yeah, you're um, so I, but I'm here. I'm here when we made it happen, um, and, which is great. And thank you for that. <laughs> yes. And we got to go to your um, Swing for the Fences event, which is fantastic, by the way. Thank you. If you have not gone or think about going, you need to go because this is a great event. Um, we're going to get Nova to talk a little bit about it at the end, but um, it's an excellent event. You need to go. If you're in baseball in this particular area, go to the Swing for Fences event. I still got my bracelet from that event. You're so metal. I tell you what, this guy. <laughs> I love it. This I love guy. these things. So um, we made the bracelets for exactly that reaction. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we wanted. For sentimental guys. Like <laughs> That's right. That. I'll take one too. <laughs> you know, David still has his little teddy bear from when oh, he was God, 12. I'm sentimental, so, I am. You know, mama wouldn't let him get rid of it. And so he kept it. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> so again, one more time up and, and a thanks to baseball as a Yes. I was teasing there. They've been nice enough to let us uh, invade their, invade their space and uh, stink up, uh, stink up their facilities. So thank you. Baseballism. 
Yes, and, uh, thank you very much. And I'm uh, excited to hear where we're going with this. Yes, and uh, for all of you, we will actually be back here uh, next week. You're going to hear uh, an episode in a next episode after that with Callan from Friends of Baseball. So we're going to be interviewing them next. So just a little preview of what's to come. Um, but with that said, let's get to Nova. And so where we kind of left off was you were working with Portland State, and then you went to your consulting firm, and then you get this uh, interview kind of job request with Friends of Baseball, mm-hmm. and take us from there. Yeah, well, so I joined the board of Friends of Baseball in late 2010 when the Beavers left um, Portland, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a really great kind of, well, it was great and sad, uh, final ceremony at the last Beavers game um, that Friends of Baseball um helped develop and um part of that was the manager of the portland beavers actually dug up home plate oh, very cool. and presented it to friends of baseball um and we've always um considered that that we were the custodians of that and that um that we only have it until um as basically we're the custodians of it for portland's children for when baseball returns to Portland. Ooh, wow. Um, which still gives me chills thinking about that. And that, that's going to happen. I'm convinced. Sooner um, rather than later. Exactly, exactly. So I think what I was trying to say is that um, when that happened, I really kind of felt like, what, what was my role to, you know, if I was going to be mad about the Beavers leaving, what was I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Not just sit and be mad and be mad at somebody else. Um, and so I decided that I needed to do something that um, was helping the game. Um, and um, I, it was probably a little inkling that it was something about my own experience and my own, you know, all the, the gifts that the game had given me. Um, but uh, I joined the board of Friends of Baseball mm-hmm. and um, early on we... Um, decided to do this Diamond Dream Scholarship Program. And so I chaired that effort. And um, what it was is that leagues would nominate, we still have this program, uh, leagues would nominate um, families for scholarships. And, you know, if anyone's involved... These are, these are youth leagues. Youth leagues, yeah. Okay. And, um, like, player fees, to cover okay. player gotcha. fees. Um, and, um, you know, a lot of little leagues actually provide player fees um, for uh, kids to play um, and and a lot of little leagues actually cover those player fees but uh, it still costs money to have a kid play and those leagues have to cover that somehow in their mm-hmm. budget and so we felt like Friends of Baseball could have a role to play especially in areas where um, you know leagues that have a high number of low income families um, how could we help support um, that and so we did this pilot program and the original nominations that kind of came back that initial set of nominations one of them was from a set of grandparents that wanted their five-year-old grandson to be able to play t-ball hmm. and I just couldn't stop thinking about that 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 story because and both of his parents were incarcerated oh and I just was thinking what's what's wrong in our system that we aren't already making sure that a kid that's experiencing that level of alienation from their parents um, that we aren't already coming in and saying hey like let's make sure that this kid is connected to activities mm-hmm. um, and maybe there's not something wrong that we haven't done that but that's what I kept thinking is that there's something that friends of baseball could be doing that would be um, a way to actually address that Um, and I just kept thinking about it and um, so I heard that story and um, and couldn't sleep 
And that's the moment when I realized, why is this hitting me so hard? Because that's that kid was me. Hmm. And my parents never had to ask for a scholarship. Somebody just gave it. And they did it. They did it. You know, I don't know who it was. And, you know, maybe it was just the league made it happen, and that's how it worked. Um, and who knows what would have happened had it not happened. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. at the time that I got that scholarship, um, my sister, who was 15 at the time, um, well, it was a couple years after I joined Little League, but um, again, I don't think I, we ever paid for Little League. Um, and my sister went to court to have us removed from my mom's home. And my brother and my sister and I were placed in foster care with my brother's aunt. Hmm. And um, my, she happened to live in the same league as Powell. And so I, I didn't miss a beat. I still hmm. got to stay with Seamless. my little league. Wow. And um, I just think about there's a lot of kids in those kinds of situations that might get disconnected. And that might be the disconnection. Like mm-hmm. they end up moving to a maybe they move to a foster family that isn't able to make sure that they get signed up for little league or doesn't know or whatever, what, what all the factors might be that that kid gets disconnected Mm -hmm. from playing. That might be the last time they ever play. And so, um, it was at that moment when I saw that nomination come in for that kid and, um, that I thought, Oh my gosh, this is me. I'm here to, you know, (laughs) basically, you know, pay it forward forward, what happened to me um and and what was given to me um and uh at the time the friends of baseball was talking about our board including myself because i was on it um we were talking about hiring a staff person and i just you know couldn't really afford it but i just said i think i think that needs to be me Mm -hmm. i think i need to do it so unlike (laughs) unlike uh footwear marketing for adidas in germany where there's eh, this was this was a no-brainer this was like an epiphany this essentially was it yeah I, I felt like everything that I had done until this moment including the the detours um what had kind of led me here to have you know have a certain level of skill sets and certainly I know a lot more now than I did in 2014 mm-hmm. when I started um but it just kind of felt like it had led me to um to be able to take on this this big, honestly big challenge. Um, Cause we were a small organization, we were all volunteer. Um, we had had a great start with our founder, Keenan uh, Longcore and his son, Ben. Um, but he knew that we needed to invest in staff to take it the next level um, and, to, and to do more, like all around impact, all around yeah. doing more impact. So growing our impact. Very cool. Yeah. Very interesting that you bring that up. Um, I share kind of a not necessarily a similar experience at a, like an older age, but a younger age, I was actually removed from my biological parents. Mm-hmm. I lived with my aunt and uncle until like you know they finally adopted my brother and I mm-hmm. when we were like eighteen years old, and we we're like, why did it take so long? But anyways, mm-hmm. I mean they, um, without getting any support from our biological parents, they paid it for themselves by getting us actively involved in sports and you know I play baseball so I mean that's where they got us involved and I can really totally understand and you know hear where you're coming from on that and you know I had great you know upbringing and I was lucky just like you I mean you had a very you know protective sister and very active and very you know outgoing so that's mm-hmm. really cool and um, I'm glad you were able to share that experience because that means a lot to me and I can relate to that in mm-hmm. ways and I'm glad that that experience well negative in one way has turned into a positive in another way for a lot of you know 
children, youth in our society today. And so they're benefiting from, you know, what pain that it caused you, you they're benefiting from it. So thank well, you thank for sharing you. that. Thank you. Um, so you're jumping into this new position now and, and, and you must have been like, I'm hitting the ground running. Yeah. Yeah, and then just like baseball, <laughs> struck out a bunch. Yeah, game, game of failure. <laughs> yeah, so made, yeah. It, made it to the yeah. bigs in my mind and uh, struck out a bunch. Um, no, honestly, there were so many no's. You know, we thought, well, we've had this great run. Our organization's been around um, almost 10 years. We're going to, you know, with this, we're going to be able to go out and we're going to be able to raise money and, and have our programs really... Um, you know, grow and, and, and all of that. And I got a bunch of, we don't fund team sports. So how did you, after all those no's, all that rejection, how did you t- change your tactics, your strategy? Like what did that look like? The yeah. evolution of that? Yeah. And I don't know that we changed our strategy or tactics. I think we went back and we said, what do we know? Hmm. What did, what have we learned? And what, that is your daughter in the background <laughs> and I'm just breaking up laughing. <laughs> She's so cute. By the way, we're going to have her on here in a little bit. We'll so we're bringing her on at the end. Yeah, at the yeah. end but it, she is perfectly fine. Yeah. This is great. I'm leaving this. I'm a this bona fide working mom. Yeah, that's all cool. I have to say. It's authentic. It's organic. It's it what is. We do. This is great. Yeah. So we're, we're leaving it. I love her laugh. She's so cute. Yeah. My kid would be it destroying. To, it adds to the ambiance. Thank yes. you. I appreciate that. My appreciate kids would be destroying so everything. Much. Breaking the, you know, hey, can I be on? <laughs> So anyways, mine would be asking me for money, but that's cool. <laughs> or the keys. Yeah, yeah, either one or both. Anyway. So what we did is went back to what we what we had learned in that 10 years, um, because we were like, if we're getting those no's, what are we missing out there? And um, I think what we really figured out is that what we had done was helpful to leagues and you know we have an annual coaches clinic where we train coaches provide resources and we had started this diamond dreams program but it was almost like a band-aid instead of going to the root of what was happening for baseball and softball Mm -hmm. and what and you know what's what's you know still an issue for baseball and softball and what we thought of is that uh, we need to bring baseball and softball to kids we can't wait for them to self-select to sign up for a little league Rethinking because, what opportunity really looks like. Exactly. Yeah, and um, and we thought, okay, you're telling us you don't fund team sports. We're telling you it's important. So let's come back to you with a, a better solution mm-hmm. to what we're trying to what we're trying to do. And that's where our full count program came okay. about. Okay. And um, we had a um, a coach who's actually now on our board, Jason Scott, who he was then the head coach of a new you know, uh, bringing back the baseball program at Jefferson. It's had a number of restarts. Um, very, actually a, a program with a lot of legacy um, in Portland. And, um, you know, he that year had kind of pulled some kids from the classroom and or from the hallways and said, hey, give me a couple of practices and I'll show you, you know, we'll That's have a good cool. time. And he had um, sent in a Diamond Dreams um, nomination now in PIL. The, you know, if you're... Um, 
if you participate in the free and reduced price lunch program, you would have your athletic fees covered. So we didn't have to worry about athletic fees for them, but he did need some equipment. Like some of mm-hmm. these kids didn't have gloves. Um, mm-hmm. He needed some bats. And, you know, I think he asked for a really modest amount. And I just said, Jason, what do you need? And let me see what we can do. Like, what do you act like as a coach? What do you actually need for your program? So let's see what we can do. So we were able to do that for them um, and help them get some hats um, for their program because uh, it was a cool. JV2 program. So didn't, you know. Yeah. In, in, in the Portland area. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, you know, honestly, we just um, had a meeting to find out how the season had gone. And I said, can I run an idea by you? I have this idea of this week long program where kids get an immersive baseball experience and it's for introduc- introducing kids to baseball. Hmm. And like Jason just said, yes, you know, he, he, it wasn't no, it wasn't. Let's let me, figure this out first. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, he said yes, and he said let's do it at Jefferson, and so we did. We just we did it at Jefferson. We used the wrestling room. We uh, it's, cool. it's right next to the baseball field yeah. on Alberta. Yeah. Um and um and it's that baseball field is. I think just such a gem if you're a baseball field person. It's just you know it's it, in some ways it's strange because it's it's. The, the school is on the back end of it so if anyone hits like a monster home run it's going to just smash the, the brick <laughs> the brick facade on yeah. the school um, but it's a beautiful little field um, off a you know a one of the thoroughfares and, and wasn't, in North wasn't being used much or uh... um, well certainly for uh, I mean it's an athletic field so it was right, being used for practices yeah. and also for their baseball team um, but uh, you know we thought it would be fun for the kids to get to um, you know young elementary school age kids yeah. to get to come out and um, so he actually nominated some players because I said I really want some of your high school kids to work with the kids you know cool. elementary school kids love high schoolers yeah, <laughs> way more than they love adults absolutely um and so we um that was our, the start of our full count fellowship program um and one of those kids was javandre cole who was um, a fellow who worked with us for three years um and um actually the last year he came to us in april and said um when he was a senior uh, sorry when he was a junior and he said I'd like to do uh, I'd like to do summer works, uh, which is a Multnomah County jobs program for for young young people, and um, and he said, but I'd like to do it at Friends of Baseball. Would it be possible for me to do my summer works internship with Friends of Baseball? Oh, okay. And I contacted Summer Works and I said, can we do this? And they said yes. And I thought this is an amazing kid, you know, 17 years old and comes to me and, and says, you know, I want to yeah. do my summer internship with you. And I'm like, I'm going to make that happen, you know? Um, and so he did that with us and worked, um, full time with us, um, during his junior year summer. Very cool. Um, and then last year, and then, you know, that was the first year that we did our play ball clinic and he got to receive the play ball proclamation from the mayor. And, um, you know, he got an amazing number of scholarships last year. He's actually at, um, Winston, Winston-Salem State in North Carolina. Awesome. Um, but he received the LaPrinzi Scholarship from Multnomah Athletic Foundation. Um, and um, he got the Oregon Sports Authority Play It Forward um, mm-hmm. Scholarship uh, Award. And then he also... Um, ended up getting the Michael Jordan Wings scholarship and Line them up. got That's to cool. go, you know, it actually made allowed him to change the school he was going to. He was going to go to U of O, <laughs> <laughs> um, but he really wanted to go to um, an HBCU, a historic, historically black college. Mm-hmm. And so he got to do that. Um, That's cool. So wow. he's, and in fact, he just, it was my birthday over the weekend and he sent me a little birthday message, which That's was so, cool. so sweet. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously I'm like, Anytime you, if you ever, you know, I'm like, I know you got big things ahead, but if you ever want to work with Friends of Baseball again, you, you know, wow. door is open. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> um, but that program, you know, that, that's a, you know, Chip Andre is an amazing kid, 
Friends of Baseball didn't make that happen, um, but we gave him his first job. You know, he was an amazing kid before he ever came to us, mm-hmm. um, but that meant cool. a lot to him to have his first employment opportunity with us and so he continued to work with us and um actually one of the coolest things is that he referred three of his fellow classmates who were a year younger to work with us this summer so this summer we had three high school summer interns working full-time in our program that's awesome (laughs) um you know which allowed us to grow how many programs we had and how many kids we could serve and um so just you know the the power of giving kids opportunities and and all they can do with that you know i never asked him to refer those students to us you know i just said hey you know building some bridges yeah but it was a powerful enough experience for him Mm -hmm. to want to do that so that means something was going right yeah yeah yeah. um and so so that um that full count that first week so i kind of got off track but i just that's such a our fellowship doesn't get talked about enough but uh, those high school students that work mm-hmm. in our program really make a difference for the kids and they love they love they, they love getting to have that time with the high schoolers and you know mm-hmm. they get they get trained to be coaches they get certified to be coaches for yeah. our program um and i don't expect any of them to like continue to be coaches but i do like i want them to have a really meaningful first job experience like i had um and so it, we had that first week we had 35 kids um it was that first year um our program was 90 percent black youth mm-hmm. um boys and girls and um it was um that was in 2015 and then in um 2016 um, winter and spring, we had our first after-school programs. Um, we had three programs that year, and then what's that like logistically? After-school programs? Yeah. So, what do you mean by that? Like what, what? What? In terms of you guys sponsoring these after-school programs? In terms of organizing kids, transportation, um, coaching, just what does that look like? So, our whole theme is around bringing baseball back okay. to school. So, uh, and I say that really with emphasis because you can go to certain schools in Portland and it literally will say no hardball allowed. <laughs> it's the only sport, or besides probably skateboarding, um, where it actually says that on the building, uh, that it's not allowed. Um, and obviously I get it from a safety perspective, sure. um, but it's just kind of a, a symbol. Um, and so for us, um, you know, we really felt like this is back to that self-selecting, like how are kids going to self-select for baseball or softball if they mm-hmm. don't have a family where it was played? Right. Because they're not learning it in PE. Redefine, you don't go, again, redefining opportunity. Exactly. Being more proactive. Yeah. Sure. You don't go to recess and see baseball being played. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, so when are they going to have that experience? Um, and I will, you know, when we first started, people were like, kids don't want to play baseball. Why, why is this important? And I said, I don't, I think that, I think that thesis is wrong. Um, kids do like to play. They may not like to play it the way it's being presented to them, or they may not, like, they may not even know about it. Mm-hmm. But I just, find me a kid that doesn't like to hit a ball with a stick. Like, yeah, there aren't exactly. any. <laughs> it's interesting you bring that up, the way it's, the way it's being presented to them or, yeah, it's it's the delivery of the sport. That's interesting in, yeah. in terms of kind of opening up some of these doors. Yeah. So our program is very play-based. It's very um, games-based. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the breaking down of the skills into games that are fun. Right. Um, we do a lot of, you know, people are like, oh, so you do your programs in spring. And I'm like, no, we do our programs fall, winter, spring. And sometimes we're in the gym and we use a lot of softies and and um, foam balls and mm-hmm. wiffle balls. And, um, you know, and we, we do, a, you know, a baseball-adapted game and we bring back the idea of baseball as a fun thing to do. Right. Not 
putting in work so that you get your college scholarship. Yeah. That isn't mm-hmm. going to happen for most kids. Yeah. <laughs> and you're spending a lot of time kind of raising money too, also for your program. And you have this swing for the fences event that you're putting on in the fall every year. Yeah. And um, again, like I said in the last episode, we got to go to it. And it, thank you for allowing us to go to it. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, you know, was it was cool. a crazy cool event. And talk us a little bit about what goes into that event and what that event's really about and yeah. what it does. Well, so I think for some baseball people, and I know you've got a lot of, you know, devoted baseball audience, you know, like core baseball people, they're like, swing for the fences. We don't want kids doing that. Um, But for us, it's a metaphor. It's, you know, we want Mm -hmm. kids to dream big, you know, swing for the fences on the field and in life. And if our baseball program sparks an interest or a passion in them, and maybe it's, Maybe it's somehow journalism because it was really fun. Last year, I went out to one of our camps and there was a kid that was doing commentary. That's awesome. Of the wiffle ball game, and I was sure. like, "This you can't bottle. You know, you got to bottle this. Um, mm-hmm. This is this is electric." Um, but um, the idea that um, that you know, if we give kids access to tools and um, opportunities to try something new, you know, we're okay at Friends of Baseball. We're okay if a kid comes to our program and says baseball's not for me Mm. and that's you know that's kind of a you got to be you got to be strong in your conviction to say that yeah Yeah. you know and that 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 can be a good outcome you know Mm -hmm. we have you know ben's wearing our swing for the fences cap is our first ever custom youth designed bill this is awesome i love the underneath i was just (laughs) showing everybody here take a look at this it's pretty cool this is it's, look yeah. look at the artwork under that. That <laughs> is like probably the coolest of, thing. It's like inside of a van I want to own. This is <laughs> yeah. awesome. No, That's probably the coolest thing I've seen. Uh, so we have a, a, a calm station at our at our camp because um, it's an all day camp. One of one of our programs is an all day camp, mm-hmm. and there just needs to be time to you know have a little brain reset. And so we always have a doodle station out. And this year we told the kids, hey, we're gonna let you be a part of a. Um, a, a design project um, and you know we didn't give that we didn't say here's what you need to design here's what you need to do but over the course of the camp you know some of them were drawing logos some of them were just drawing baseballs and bats some of the kids because they we they had like a we did, had like a hands-on stadium building project with like household materials oh, cool. um, some of them designed stadiums so there's like stadium designs you know hmm. underneath this hat I, w- I wish your your listeners could see this um, I'll maybe, put a picture on it great <laughs> I'll put that, the, that under the brim a picture yeah. Of it online. yeah um but that whole idea is that maybe some of the, maybe one of the kids in our program comes out with an interest in art mm-hmm. and maybe that's yeah. a good outcome you know graphic design exactly sure. yeah um yeah and maybe it's even baseball design which would be even better because yeah. you know baseball is really rich for for design and um, yeah. all that but again we're not trying to force that what we're trying to say is it's valuable it's meaningful for kids to get that exposure event mm-hmm. and then obviously we want to build in all the connections to if those kids want to sign up for little league or youth league or recreational Mm -hmm. ball that we make sure they get a chance to do that we're building all that back in and that to me was the missing link when we just had the scholarships and with the coaches clinic and all that we were like how are we building and and making the pipeline you know basically the baseball ecosystem how are we making that stronger Mm -hmm. and we felt like what we could do because the teams and leagues they're doing they're doing their work they're doing what they need to do um, how could we make that stronger? Getting them more players. Yeah. And I think team sports as a whole can 
you know, boost confidence, uh, build team, have team building capability. So you, you going in, you knowing how to play as a team working, not just as an individual, but as a group of people. So building that, you know, camaraderie amongst one another. And like you said, not everybody's going to make it to the professional level. I mean, I played through high school, you played in high school and Dave, he played I, in high school. I rode the bench in high school. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> but you know, we, we've learned from that experience. We've got friendships from those experiences and, and, you know, later in life we're able to sit here and talk about it and yeah, we're not major league or professional players, but you know, we have those experiences and you've, and, and you've developed social and practical intelligence and yeah. which is going to allow you a lot more opportunities later in life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and yeah. we have, we've had a kid, you know, when we talk to the kids about their favorite parts, it's almost always hitting the ball. Almost always. Mm-hmm. Some of them it's friends and that's great, but almost always it's when I finally hit the, hit the ball with the oh, bat, yeah. which mm-hmm. I just, you know, as a baseball person, that's just such a powerful gift that to get to hear a kid say that and to know that our organization is helping more kids get that experience because there's just, I mean, baseball people know there's nothing better than the feeling of hitting the ball with the bat. Um, or for Ben, it's a drag bunt. So that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, I, or for me, it's missing a drag bunt. <laughs> or I just lean into the pitch. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> but that's good too. I do a Jack Thorne. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we actually had a kid say that, um, that getting to, you know, hit the ball with the bat helped him get his frustration out and I you know to me I'm like you know that's not that's not the fun stuff that we want to talk about but that's like that's the reality for 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 some kids that you know and a lot of kids actually Mm -hmm. you know we all need those emotional Mm -hmm. outlets um and I thought that was just so wise and um that just just like that we try to be present and hear the kids and what they need and what they um what's going to help them thrive you mm-hmm. know we used to do a lot more homeworky type stuff like worksheets and stuff in our after school programs and we just kept having the kids say when do we get to play when do we get to play and so I went back to our funders and I just said do we got do we have to do the homework stuff like do we really have to do the homework stuff um these kids just want to play they've been sitting in their seats all day like what about the science that says that that brain you know brain set reset from physical activity is is really critical Mm -hmm. um and our funders have have you know because we've had these programs in effect and and been able to um grow them you know our funders listen to us and i was so grateful because i was like i want to listen to these kids i want to hear i want our coaches to be that's your focus group right there yeah (laughs) right absolutely Right. So tell us a little bit about what you have moving forward. Is there any juicy things that you can share with us that uh, Friends Baseball has coming up in the future? Yeah, yeah. There's actually, so I can't tell you everything about it, but we have a little project with baseballism that Mm. I'm really excited about. Um, So that'll be coming out um, soon. Um, Stay tuned. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm really excited to be able to have such great partners i mean it's amazing you know this is a this is a city without a major league team but we've got Mm -hmm. an amazing business um and brand like this that um that is you know helping to raise awareness so that we can go out and you know have people feel inspired about the game and do our work so i think there's just wonderful collaborations Mm -hmm. that we get to do there um you know portland diamond project um has come in to support us and um are they're partnering with us um with their merchandise sales um and you know one of the things i really love about what they've done is they've they've asked us well what did you learn and what 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 is needed out there and you know one of them i said more programming you know mm-hmm. let's 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 invest in fans and families um and t- to us that's making sure that more school communities get to experience um have an exposure event to the game 
Um, and so um, we're really proud to have that partnership with Portland Diamond Project and have them, um, you know, do some investment in our programming and excited to see where that partnership can grow and evolve um, over time. Um, and um, we're actually going to be in 12 after school programs this year. Hmm. So we'll be in 12 schools. Last year we were in nine. So we're going to, growing to 12 in this school year. That's cool. Um, and this isn't confirmed yet, but um, really starting some work around a softball specific program. We've always done co-ed programs. I really still believe in co-ed programs. I feel like if girls want to play baseball, they get to play baseball. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But also softball's um, an amazing experience and that all girl, you know, actually all girl baseball teams are great too. Um, So, um, but really wanting to, you know, look at the numbers for softball and how they, they are, they're, they're, they're hurting. Um, and obviously baseball, um, has some, some struggling numbers too. And, and so we're, we're doing work on that front, but just really thinking like, what would it look like to do full count softball and create a really dynamic all girl camp experience um and i'm really excited about kind of looking into that so that's kind of that's not a confirmed one that's just a i i I always try to have a few things that we're kind of incubating and Mm -hmm. um and and really just constantly looking at how can we um how can we grow our impact and um make sure that we're we're hitting you know, areas, not just areas geographically, but just, you know, thinking about bringing the game to kids in a way that, that honors where they're at and not, not, you know, not where adults want kids to be about it. When we first started our full count program, we had all these ideas about what we wanted the kids to do. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, is that that there's a little bit of that, but there's also some, I I think there's some like learning both ways. Um, and I, and that's been really valuable in our programs. Um, and then the other thing is we just had an amazing experience taking 20 kids up to their first Mariners game up at, um, Safeco. Um, I'm, I'm, Gotta get that switched in my head. T-Mobile Park, I think, is what it's yes. called now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and I would love to grow that. Like it mm. was, you know, my first major league game was, you know, even though it was in the kingdom, it was still, you know, this moment with my with my dad. And um, we let instead of doing forty kids and having chaperones, what we did is we said twenty kids. We'll rent a coach bus, take them up, and they get to take the VIP adult in their life. So a lot, you know, most of them it was their dads, um, but there were some moms and there was some um, other relatives that came along. Mm-hmm. Um, but just you know that that was for me. There was something like full circle for me, sure. you know, with the with the Beavers leaving and joining Friends of Baseball and my experience as a kid and being able to bring that group of um, kids and their families up to a game last summer. It was just. Um, a really truly special moment and you know that's something that people might go what's the ROI on that and I'm like it's immeasurable right mm-hmm. right what's, what's whatever the, you want it to yeah be what's the ROI right. on a lifetime priceless memory? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, well it's, it's yeah. priceless because yeah. you look at the kids faces you see their family member or, or or you know loved one with them and you see the enjoyment and excitement on their face about being able to go there and you know that in their mind it's like we just made that kids day yeah. so that's yeah. priceless to yeah. me and there's no you know tag that you can put on that the, the yeah. ROI will be when they're talking about this several decades from now yeah you know that's, yeah. yeah and for some of the parents it was their first major league game and I thought that was really special mm-hmm. too because it's you know you can't get people to fund things for adults ever 
Mm-hmm. And but some, for some of them, it was their first major league game, and oh, I, cool. that was really cool too, uh, and, and exciting for them. Um, for the core, like hardcore baseball, softball people, we actually have our coaches clinic coming up, oh, and wow. I think that's really important to talk about. Um, we um, actually have the um, great fortune of having Mariners having this clinic be presented by Mariners on Base, um, and Dick Sporting Goods has been a longtime supporter of that um, event, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to be at Multnomah Athletic Club on February oh, okay. 10th from 12:30 to 5. 30 it's a subsidized clinic so we charge 75 dollars a league and they can send as many coaches as they Ooh, want wow. that's cool so yeah wow. yeah that'd be a great event yeah yep yeah well so you talk about first games let's jump into portland diamond project's effort <laughs> to bring major league baseball to portland and let's get your thoughts on this i mean you know this would be epic it would be great not having to, you know, I know you got a Seattle Mariners relationship with your group, but if you could take kids here locally, bring them to the game, um, I mean, that's got to be great. I don't know if you've seen like the movie, like Angels in the Outfield, where they, the kids yeah. go to the game during the middle of the day and they catch the ball and they throw it back on the field, but um, you know, that you got to kind of experience like that, yeah, you got to imagine, yeah. There's no doubt that having a major league team here would, um, would be a catalyst for us to be able to do more Mm -hmm. and deeper and Mm -hmm. better work for kids and families um, through the game. Not there's to mention, just, you get to bring no your own family wherever she is around <laughs> yeah. here. Yes, get to bring yes. your own daughter to the game. Yes, yes. I mean, my I, we always had to travel for those things. You know, I was telling Ben earlier today that I um, took uh, my husband and I took our four kids. We have a blended family, little Brady bunch, mm-hmm. and we took our four kids to all the California ballparks last year on the oh, road cool. trip. Oh, nice. cool! And those kids went to all five ballparks. They oh, did wow. it in a nine-day stretch, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, did extra innings at Dodger Stadium. So, <laughs> hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I mean, taking my own family there, I. It's indescribable. I've told, you know, I keep saying all the things I tell my husband, poor guy. Um, but I've I've made it pretty clear that I'm I'm having season tickets. Yeah. Yeah. So let me, <laughs> let me ask you this question. They ask you to throw a first pitch. What you throw on? How fast you throw on? Well, I got a, li- I got a little bit of... A little bit of velocity. Depends on how my shoulder's doing. She's, she's got some lightning in there. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I have thrown a first pitch at the Hillsborough Hops game, Very and cool. um, I practiced. Okay. I played catch beforehand. Okay. Nice. Uh, and that, that's the kind of person I am that I was like, I'm not, you know, I'm also being a woman, I was like, I am not bouncing that ball to the catcher. You're not doing the 50 A lot of, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Not um, doing the Ricky Vaughn where you like, No, no, whatever. no way, no way. Um, got to represent. Yeah, I, I wanted to represent, you know, I, I shouldn't mm-hmm. have to represent, but I wanted to represent. Yeah, so I, my brother played catch with me before that. And yeah, so, cool. I, so. I want just the guy to come up like Crash Davis say, hit the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm a firm believer in practicing before the first, sure. throwing out a ceremonial yeah. first pitch. It's so, a big deal. Yeah. My final question for you is, um, you heard all the names that are being thrown out there right now um, for the team. Which one stands out for you the most? What's kind of what's the more meaningful one to you? The ones my kids came up with. <laughs> can, you, can you share those? Yeah, they're really excited about the Rose City Red Vines. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. That's kind of similar to Jesse Owens's Portland Rosebuds. Portland Rosebuds yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose City Red Vines. That's kind of neat. <laughs> can you, um, you can see that on a baseball. It's kind of like really? Guns and Roses type thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, Rose City Red Vines. That's what they're excited about. Uh, you know, I am one of those people that I don't, I don't really, I don't want to do a bunch of conjecture about it. I want to 
be able to embrace what comes. And mm-hmm. so I, I've been actually staying a little, I, maybe it's a little superstitious or something. I don't know, oh, but I've yeah, been kind of staying away from it. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I, something too, too about much it talk makes, about it. I'll jinx the yeah, jinx it coming. Or, or yeah, just like, it's kind of like when you, when you have a baby and you share, share baby names with people and they start telling you how much they don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> self-fulfilling prophecy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. like, Make your name and 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 be confident in there it, is. and and uh, and you know I don't believe in sharing baby names so ahead of time. What, <laughs> if, if, so without names, what colors are they rocking? I mean, are they like red? Are they like kind of like a blue, white, red? What do you think? You know, the, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be boring. I don't. I don't actually know. What about like the Portland colors, like green, yellow? I think blue and white. You think the mixture a little of that in there? Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I have. I, I don't actually know what I actually. And this is just maybe this is my Adidas background, but I'm like, I hope they just have a really great just tapped in designer that like the 1980 Padres that does a great <laughs> sorry about that, that sorry, actually Padres. The, the Houston Astros the, Portland, the Park Rose Broncos used to have oh. Houston Astro jerseys oh, yeah. um, no um, no I just I really want I really want um, you know just really good design like really good design good mm-hmm. like you know when you work with a the team that really feels like they they've got their core down and they know who they are then mm-hmm. i think good design and a good name and good colors are going to come out of that and i yeah. think that i think that's how we get there um on that front i don't that's that's probably like me being a little bit of like a a design wonk but gotcha cool yeah and so we got one extra special guest with us and you want to tell us your name Louise. Louise, can you get it just a little closer to the mic? There you go. Louise is rocking a pink Seattle Mariners hat and a North Portland shirt. How are you doing, Louise? Good. Good. Um, are you excited about baseball coming to Portland? Yep. Would you go to a lot of games? Uh, sorta. Sorta. <laughs> sorta. Cool. Your mom brings you a lot of places, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Your mom's pretty cool, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. I you think you're about cool. the Dodgers game. Ooh, yeah. I want to hear about yeah. the Dodgers the game. Dodgers? <laughs> what happened to the Dodgers? <laughs> She's game? literally got her they hands. They won. They oh, did you want them to win? All right, and they did win. Were you pretty excited? Very cool. Were you excited? Your mom to see- wanted to win. Them to win? <laughs> no. Oh, who did your mom want to win? Giants. The oh. Giants. Oh, so you saw a San Francisco L.A. game. That's wow. big time rivalry. Did you see that in San Francisco? Or were you in L.A.? Or you just don't remember? I don't remember. Don't remember. Mm. But it was a good game. Did you have any snacks at the game? Um, yeah. What'd you have? Did you have peanuts? Hot dogs? Soda? <laughs> ice cream? Cracker Jacks? What'd you have? Tell me you had cut candy. Um. <laughs> a churro? I'm not sure. I'm not sure? Big Slurpee. That's a long time ago. It is. Yeah. It's like eight Who was at the game with you? My mom, my brother, my sister. Oh, that's cool. Was Actually, it hot or cold? Mostly cold. Oh, okay. Yeah. So are you a Dodgers fan? <laughs> you like, yeah. the, like the Dodgers? Cool. Did you watch them in the World Series? Um, sure. You're not sure? <laughs> I'm sure if it was on, your mom let you watch it. Yeah. What's your favorite baseball song, Lise? I think there's only one, and that's my favorite. Oh. Oh, yeah. We aren't, we aren't going to make you sing. We don't no, we don't have to sing. It's cool that you're on, though. That's awesome. Yeah. How was, so, school, how was school today? Awesome. Was it? Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And you got to hang out with mom afterwards? Yeah. Guess yeah. what? In my class, I have a teacher. 
She gives us badger bucks. Her her favorite animal is a badger. Oh. And her name is Miss Badger. Too. Really? No way. And I have 19 badger bucks and tw- one more to go till 20 because then I can have lunch with her. Oh, wow. no way. That what is kind of, awesome. Will you guys have lunch in the room or where will you have lunch? Um, I'm not sure. That's pretty cool. Badger bucks. You read a lot? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. excellent. So, um, does mom have you outside playing baseball all the time? Um, not really. Not really. <laughs> does, yeah, that's cool. So, do you go outside today at lunch? Re- did you have a recess today? Did you? You went outside? That's cool. She's shaking her head. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I think it's pretty cool that you're on our show and get to talk to us a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. You're, You're welcome. welcome. You're so cute. And You're I'm awesome. glad that you could be on. And yep. um, You'll get to hear yourself in about a month. Yeah. 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 In about a month, yeah. you get to hear yourself and you can tell all your, your friends, like, hey, go I'm listen to Diamonds Rose Podcast. I'm on. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> well, she's amazing. Yep. Thank you for Thank coming you, on. We really appreciate it. Yep. Um, so... We're going to take this last few minutes and give it over to Nova and let Nova take it away and tell us um, some final thoughts on Friends of Baseball and where you can find them and you know anything that's else that she wants to talk about real quick. Well, you can find us on Facebook, Friends of Baseball. Um, I think it's F.O. Baseball on Facebook. Um, and um, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, friendsofbaseball.org is our website. Um, that's if, you get, if you're really jealous of Ben's hat, you can get uh, cool. your own version. Or um, you can also buy one, get another one. Oh, I just hit my mic. Get another, I'm so excited about this. You, <laughs> you can buy two. And what will happen? So if uh, for $30, you can buy one for yourself um, and the uh, other one will get donated. So Very it's a buy cool. one, give one deal uh, for $30 uh, and it goes to one of the kids in our programs. Excellent. And I'm going to take a picture of it right now. It's going to go up. Everybody's going to see it, but it's going to be on the Twitter feed and on Instagram before this episode even comes out. So... Um, Sorry, you can like to a little more about. Yeah, I think what I would like to leave so less about friends of baseball and more about um, just thinking about um, how we support youth and families in our community mm-hmm. and um, and that you know friends of baseball we feel like we're a piece of the puzzle for um, you know providing access for kids um, and and we'd like to see more organizations coming in and and and. And, you know, partnering with us to make these things happen. Um, and so, you know, when when community organizations, um, you know, and we actually have the really great fortune of being um, partners with Latino Network and mm. um, Self Enhancement Inc. and um, Metropolitan Family Service and uh, Immigrant Ref- Refugee and Community Organization. I'm missing a few in there, but these community organizations that are out there supporting the youth and families in our in our communities. Um, and um, that when we all partner together, we can really do some amazing stuff uh, mm-hmm. in our community. And um, I think it's really important that we um, not only always try to lead with our own solutions, but we look at what other community organizations are doing um, and try to see how we can come back in and fill in and support um, the work that they're doing, the work that they're leading, um, especially for um 
um, youth of color and low income mm-hmm. youth um, that that we're actually coming in and saying, how can we support the efforts that your organizations are doing? Um, and you know, we have this baseball program, and that's how we're doing that for those organizations that that I mentioned. Is tons that, of tons of collaboration, tons yeah, of crossover. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and we bring in artists, we bring in educators to come in and do modules with our mm-hmm. kids. You know, like we just really believe that there's strength in providing these um, programs. It's not a deficit based. Sure. approach it's, it's about not adversarial it's not competitive it's collaborative that's right and, yeah, yeah. Cool. um and just coming at, coming at i think everyone knows that to, to support like if we're just looking at the metaphor of baseball to support a baseball player or softball player you have to come with a strengths-based approach <laughs> you know if you tear down a player you're not going to be able to build that back up right um and um and, and they're going to have a tough time building themselves up. And that's what we think about how we're approaching these programs is that if we come in and actually f- believe that these kids come to us whole, then we're going to be coming from that approach with them um, and, and believing in, in the things that they tell us, believing mm-hmm. in those things and actually adapting who we are and how we how we come to them with our with our lessons and our mm-hmm. our our mentoring and, and our, um, you know, the, so the games we play. It's a worldview. You're not there to fix them. Right. right. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, a different perspective. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. We're, we're there to help them find in themselves what, mm-hmm. what, what they're capable of. And I there think that go. that's what's yeah. so beautiful about, you know, I mean, you, you know, you know, that's what's so beautiful about teaching, about mentoring, mm-hmm. about, about being present is, mm-hmm. is the idea that you're, um, you know, helping that child unlock for themselves. Not that you're unlocking it, but unlock for themselves. <laughs> cool. Well, excellent. Well, Thank you uh, for coming on. Thank you for what you do. Um, thank you to your organization. It's been a lot of fun. Yep. And again, that's uh, no newcomer of Friends of Baseball. Can be found um, on Twitter at yep. Friends of Baseball. Gave us some great perspective. Appreciate your time. Really Instagram thank at you. Friends of Baseball. So, I had so much fun. <laughs> this was great. <laughs> I had a great. It was great that you allowed your beautiful daughter to come on. That's I mean, awesome. It's pretty cool. Right. And Maybe she she'll guest host at some point. I mean, yeah, she could take over for me. Yes, me. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. All these electronics on right. here. She she probably knows how to put it better than I do. Yeah. So, well, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, again, like I said, next week we're going to have Callum from Friends of Baseball on for next week in the week after. So, um, thank you, Friends of Baseball. Thank you, Nova. Go check them out. Friends of Baseball online friends baseball twitter friends baseball everywhere so i'm ben and i'm dave and i'm nova you have a great day peace out